0: And just like that, the Chicago Bulls are back in the win column with a 118-113 victory over the Atlanta Hawks. It was a big night for Mondre Drummond, who was the second-leading scorer for the Chicago Bulls. Uh, we're going to talk about it all and more, break it all down, have some fun as only we could do. But first, got to play that winning intro. You are now tuned into Chicago Bulls Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bulls news and content. secret, 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 yeah, secret. Bread. I see bread. I see. What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. I'm the host, Sarah Hayes, but more importantly, you guys can follow the channel at Bull Central Pod on every single social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into the con. Tizzy today, and the Bulls get a dub against the Atlanta Hawks 118 to 113. Andre Drummond basically is what kept the Bulls in this game in the the first half of this game. He ends up finishing the game with 25 rebounds, 24 points, one assist, three steals, two blocks. This was the best game that Andre Drummond has had in a Chicago Bulls uniform, and we needed every bit of that. Ten of those rebounds being offensive rebounds for the Chicago Bulls. Very big night. DeMar DeRozan ends up being the leading scorer in this game with 25 points. He goes 8-17 from the field, six assists, two rebounds from him. Really big second half from him overall in this game. He had a pretty pedestrian first half in which he only made one field goal attempt. He ends up coming into the second half, going 7-11 of for 21 points, definitely playing the way that we need DeMar DeRozan to play in the second half of this game. Kobe White, 7 of 22, not the most efficient night shooting, but still 19 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists, only 1 turnover. Alice Caruso chips in 11 points. And then you also have Patrick Williams, uh, the the only starter not to score in double digits, 6 uh, points for him, 1 rebound, 1 steal. And then Io DeSumo's game off the bench, 6 for 14 from the field, 7 rebounds, 4 assists, 3 steals, 19 points and even we got an effective night from Javon Carter with 10 points off the bench as well. This was a, a Bulls win where they had to figure it out in the second half of this game. And they really brought a lot of the energy that was lacking in the first half. They brought it in a big way in the second half of this game. It was really amazing to see um, how the Bulls just performed in the second half of this game. They outscored them in both quarters in the second half, 29-33 to 33 in the third quarter, 35-28 to 28 in that fourth quarter. And they just executed and pulled out the win. And this was the type of win that we needed to see from the Bulls. After that, win against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah, I would have loved to see them just blow out the Atlanta Hawks. But keep in mind, the Atlanta Hawks are are the third best offense in the league. Yeah, they're the 27th ranked defense. Uh, I did want to see the Bulls' defense step up a little bit more in this game. But when you look at it, Bulls won points off turnover, 17 to 16, which was a big day there. They had less turnovers. They forced the Atlanta Hawks to have 15 turnovers in this game. That was a big uh, thing there. We had 24 second-chance points. They're 21 second-chance points and 56 points in the paint. All big things for the Chicago Bulls and how they were able to really seal this victory. Not a lot of fast break points for either the team, in this game. The Atlanta Hawks with seven. The Chicago Bulls with nine second-chance points. And the Bulls led 24 minutes of this game, so they led over half the game. Um, and so this was still a, a really good win. Now the Bulls are moved into that 10th spot outright in the Eastern Conference for that final playing spot, and they head into an easier part of their schedule. They got some tough games still here, but they got the third easiest schedule left remaining in the NBA, and so this is really the time where if the Bulls are going to make a move to move up the standings, this is the time where they need to start doing it. We now move to four games below five hundred. Um, You know, we still play two more games before the new year, so we really don't have a chance to get above 500 by the new year. But we came into the season saying that if the Bulls can weather the storm and make it to about mid-January, things get considerably easier for the Chicago Bulls. And, and they're playing pretty good right now, right? The 10th seed right now, they're only uh, two and a, two games back of the ninth seed and two and a half games back of the 8th seed. So the, the Eastern Conference is really close as you get to that 6th seed and on. And if the Chicago Bulls are going to take advantage of this easy schedule, they can move up the, the standings quite uh, considerably. But they got to keep playing with heart. The first half of this game, real lethargic for the Chicago Bulls, uh, but they were able to bring it together in the second half in the way that we really needed them to. So they get credit for that. But listen, the Bulls, they can't play the way they played in the first half of this game, shooting terribly, where besides Andre Drummond, all the four other starters only had six made field goals between the other four starters. You can't you can't play first halves like that against a lot of teams and not end up losing the game. So, you know, the Bulls got to figure out what's going on there. They got to shore that part up of their game. Just play that consistent four quarters of defense, things like that. And if they can do that, things are going to go uh, their way more times than not. But Love the way that this team played down the stretch in this game. The way Andre Drummond played throughout it. Kobe White hitting some big shots. Alex Cruz will hit big shots for us as well, but he had a couple of missed shots down there in the fourth quarter that would have sealed the game a little bit earlier. A missed open corner three, and then he missed a, a, a layup at the rim because he was worried about Clint Capella blocking the shot, kind of made an alteration that kind of threw off uh, that layup, that floater layup, whatever you want to call it there. But big contribution from Io DeSumo. Really want to spend some time talking about Io DeSumo's game as well. Just really well-rounded two-way basketball game. And when you saw Io DeSumo's confidence start building, he really got into that rhythm, getting out of the transition, attacking the rim, hitting floaters at times in this game. And we already talked about the defense that he's able to bring consistently. Three steals in this game. The Bulls had 10 steals overall, six of them coming from just Andre Drummond and Io DeSumo. So, you know, really big nights there from, the, from those guys. Didn't really see Patrick Williams have the type of game we've, we've seen him having over the last month plus. But, um, you know, it is what it is. Not every game is going to be a, a big time scoring game for you or anything like that. Didn't really rebound the ball too well. They got one still in that as well. Not a block shot. He's been one of the better, uh, actually, rim protecting uh, forwards in the league for the last month and a half. But, you know, d- didn't see that. It, it is what it is, right? We'll see what we can get from him um, in the next game. But glad glad the Bulls pulled out this win. And now we move now to what, nine and four? Over the 13 games since Zach Levine has been down, uh, we've won five out of our last six games. So, again, I'm sorry, four out of the last five games, if I can count correctly, and four out of the last six. But overall, the Bulls are the Bulls are putting together a nice little run here. And if they can continue this, man, um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to see the Chicago Bulls continue to play games. we got Indiana coming up on Thursday, so the Bulls get a couple of days off uh get some practices in we got uh indiana thursday and then we got philly on a uh, saturday and then another game at philly um on next tuesday which is after the new year so you know we're gonna see how the bulls perform over that stretch but i know that a lot of people are happy good to see them get this uh done and it is what it is uh let's see what we got uh in the comment section uh p didn't god damn that's crazy leave leave p will alone man um that's what i'm talking about good win c red yeah Appreciate that, um, Matthew. Bro, you did Andre. Y'all got to stop with y'all feelings. Doing him dirty would would not to put him in there at all? Big night is not an understatement. Big, you're applying that to it. big night is a big night. So no, nobody did Andre Drummond dirty, bro. Stop being stop being in your feelings. Don't be emotional. Uh Beast mode Drummond, always a pleasure. Giving the Hawks an hell yeah, I hate the land. I, I just dislike Trey Young. I really dislike Trey Young. Hayes, you got to put up that picture of Trey Young and his dad just like you did last season. Fam. I don't even know if I still have that in here, fam. That's crazy. I don't think I have it in here anymore. I think I actually took it out. Oh, no, I still got it. I, yeah, wait. Do I have it in here? Y'all can't tell me this ain't Trey Young's dad. Y'all can't tell me that ain't Trey Young's dad. You can't tell me that I, with, with this hair. That's what Trey Young's hair looks like. It's the combination of those two people. You merge that together, you got Trey Young. That just. That is what it is. By the way, shout out to Trey Young for coming through and being interviewed on the podcast. Trey, what does it feel like to be able to be cooked consistently by the Chicago Bulls and Iota Sumu on you? Like, we just want to know what that sound, what that feels like for you, Trey. Um, no answer, no answer, none, none. Okay. Trey, don't even worry about it. We're going to go ahead and let Trey get back to his teammates. Cause clearly he doesn't want he doesn't want the interview and that's perfectly fine. Uh, every Bulls fan knew how productive Andre Drummond would be when uh, we first signed him as a backup center, except Billy, uh, Billy Donovan to why he should have been filled, fired in the offseason for lack of no, that's not true at all, bro. Like, like, we gotta stop. Like, we gotta stop with that. Andre Drummond, yes, you get him double digit points, he's gonna get you a double-double. But if Andre Drummond was a starter every day, you're not gonna get this performance from Andre Drummond every day. But it was really good today. He gave he came in there. This was a matchup that was really good for him, that he was able to dominate bigs because they just didn't have the mass, but you're not gonna get that from Andre Drummond every game. Not even close to a perfect game, but I love how we kept putting on the pressure and seemed to not be discouraged by abysmal shooting night. Agreed with you. Completely agree with you on that one. Uh, let's see. Melvin says, uh, still start uh, Vooch, but up Drummond's minutes. Now, I think we all agree when Drummond's playing well, play him, like play him. Now, when he has the foul trouble when he starts doing the mistakes, then you don't play him as much. I, I do think Andre Drummond should be playing 20 to 22 minutes a game. Definitely should be playing that. You you give Drummond 20 to 22 minutes a game, you're going you're gonna to get about 14 and 10 every night coming off the bench, which you're already close to getting already, right? Ammo in the building. He says uh, he hasn't balled like this since last year at the trade uh, deadline against pre-Wimby Spurs. That's a great point. Great point. Let's see what else we got. Brandon L. Jack coming through with the Super Chat. Thank you for supporting the channel. My guy is a shout-out to the player of the game, Andre Drummond, a.k.a. the Big penguin the big cat the big penguin whatever you want to call him uh but yeah Andre Drummond killed it in this game he absolutely killed it in this game and we needed every bit of how he played every single minute of how he played man y'all put them penguins in the chat I want to see them penguins emojis in the chat put the penguins in the chat uh let's see what else we got uh mobile eyes marketing says 25 is the most in the NBA this season doesn't surprise me doesn't surprise me. I What is the Bulls record? I think, I think, um, I think, is it Dennis that holds or did Joe Kim Noah end up breaking it? I can't remember. Uh, that's neither one of them. Jesus Christ. Do, 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 do. What are we doing here? Why is my internet fucking up? Tom Borwinkle? Okay. All right. Well, uh, okay. Well, hey, there you go. We'll just leave that there. Uh, <laughs> let's leave that there. So Tom Borwinkle, Borwinkle uh, has the most, uh, he had 37 rebounds in a game. That's crazy. Then it's Charles Oakley, Bone Rico again, Dennis Rodman, um, and then you got Mark Landsberger, Artis Gilmore, and now Andre Drummond. That's crazy. That's okay. Well, I don't even know who that is. I'm not even gonna f- fake the funk and act like I know who that is because I don't. Uh, but yeah, let's keep it pushing. Hayes, I wonder if Trey Young's teammates get frustrated with him shooting ridiculous half-court threes in key late-game situations. I mean, they may, it it could be, I can see why that would be frustrating as a teammate, but you got to look, I don't don't know the rate of which he usually makes them in for me to really speak to that intelligently, but um, I mean, that that should be frustrating for anybody, right? By the way, we are two subscribers away from getting to 6,000, I'm 16,500 subs. We're on the way to our goal of 20,000 subscribers by the end of the season. So make sure you guys go ahead and hit that sub button, Uh, but let's keep it pushing dennis in the building he says uh drum and debo won this game for us kobe's back to good old low percentage shooting kobe listen it, it's gonna happen and i said this right and this comment is exactly the type of thing that i expected i talked about this probably about three four days ago i said there's gonna be a cold shooting stretch from kobe it's gonna happen because it happens to every single player and they're, they're gonna be bulls fans and then oh we're just it, it. it was all a flash in the pan none of it was real come on bro let's chill on that bro you gotta you gotta chill on Kobe with that it's gonna happen it happens to every player no matter how good they are or aren't so you gotta chill on that one brother um because because Kobe white is still out there balling and he's it's more than just shooting at this point with Kobe White's game bro B L jet says auntie goon summer boot can't work for wonders for IO hey listen don't worry about uh DeMar working out with Demarta DeRozan in the summer we're gonna send them to auntie goon that's what we're gonna do uh let's see what else we got Drift for Drifters in the building says, truth be told, Atlanta Hawks played really bad. I mean, listen, we played really bad too. And I think, and this is where it goes to half, glass half full, glass half empty type thinking, right? Because the Bulls' defense absolutely smothered them in the second half of the game. So just saying, hey, the Hawks played bad in a vacuum is okay. But why did they play bad? Part of the reason they played bad is because the Chicago Bulls played damn good defense on them in the second half of this game. That's part of the reason they played bad. So it's like people just don't want to, and I and I get it, right? I'm not saying that I don't understand the pessimism around the Chicago Bulls, especially considering what we've seen from this team in the past. But but you gotta you gotta put that pessimism and, and also add some reality onto that. The Bulls in the in, overall in this game, overall in the game, had a defensive rating of 110. In the third quarter alone, they had a defensive rating of 108. That's not just a team playing bad. The Chicago Bulls played really good defense. On the Atlanta Hawks in the second half of this game, that really helped shore this game up. Come on, man. Come on, man. What, what are we doing here? What are we doing here, bro? This never gets old. What did I do? What did I do something? I don't even remember if I did anything, bro. Classic CEO Hayes. No slow shit. I, listen, I, I don't even know what I don't. I don't know what I said. I have no recollection of what I said, and I'm not just saying that. Uh, I agree with Stacey King. They need to find more minutes for drumming. Yeah, I mean, you like, and that's the thing, like. I get it that Drummond's efficiency drops, and it does theoretically. But when Drummond is playing well, you play the big man. Get voot some rest, right? If Drum is playing well, you ride it out. Now, if he's playing bad, sit his ass, right? But if he's playing good, you want to ride that out because there's not a lot of big man that can get in the in the type of rhythm that Andre Drummond can get in with the amount of minutes he's able to get. Melvin says, "I wonder. Uh, I never said he should be the starter, but he should have been playing more minutes more last year than Billy gave him." I can I can see where you're coming at with that one. Got the penguins in the chat. The real Don P in the building says a decent game for a drum, but motherfuckers need to pipe down. He definitely clogged the lane by being in the game. But when the shooters are surrounding him, it's decent. But when the bulls need to cut to the basket, he mucks it up. Exactly right. And that's that's just the nature of the team. That's not necessarily a drumming thing, a knock on him as a player. He is. He has his limitations. But the thing is, as well, is that you have to play towards the makeup of your team. And when the Bulls especially aren't shooting threes at a high rate or hitting them at a high percentage, it's kind of hard to play Andre Drummond with like DeMar DeRozan out there. Right. Because DeRozan needs that space. And so, you know, we'll see, man. I mean, a a better coach, could they come out of it? Yeah, for sure. But we'll see. We'll see. 27 L's in a row for Detroit, man. I know I didn't realize that they were going to hit it. Uh, at the same time there was a Bulls game. Because remember, I told you guys I was planning on going live when the Detroit Pistons broke the record for most losses in a row. But I can't. The Bulls are the priority. So I got a live stream for the Bulls, man. So who said I didn't know Artis? I said I didn't know Tom Borwinkle. I know who the fuck Artis Gilmore is. Like, what are we talking about, bro? I have a signed fucking picture of Artis Gilmore in my collection. What are we talking about? Super Chat from Dennis says, let's go, Bulls. Absolutely, Dennis. Glad to have you in the building, bro. Sam from Maryland says, Let me uh be the GM of for the Pistons. I can get them some wins, man. I got about 75 hours in 2K. Oh, here we go with the 2K bullshit. Hayes, uh, hey, Drummond only making $3.2 this year. They got to resign him for a couple more years. They can't lose him. Now, unfortunately, unfortunately, especially with the Sanago uh playing really well in the G League, I can see the Bulls letting Andre Drummond go because I, I do think that Andre Drummond is probably going to get off for the bat. Now, do I want them to see him let go? No. I know I don't want to see Andre Drummond let go. I would love to see Andre Drummond stay here in the Chicago Bulls uniform. But the business is the business. There's absolutely a world in which Drummond gets to walk. And uh, unfortunately, big man is like running back in in the in NBA. You can find a big man that can rebound. Now, they can't do it at the rate right Andre Drummond does. Let me just be clear there. But you can talk yourself into it. So, uh, no, he has gotten more minutes. And see, this is where people want to prove a point. Like, listen. The, you must be new here to know how I how I obsess over analytics. No, Andre Drummond's efficiency both in defensively and in, in, and in foul trouble goes in the toilet, as well as because he does get so many of his own misses, his own offensive officially goes in the toilet. There's plenty of numbers of this. And it's not like we just got his time here in Chicago. This is for Andre Drummond's career. That is why you've seen him work steadily, even as being 26, 27 years old, go from a starting level big man to on the bench. Now, analytics have been on the rise with that. So, no, there's plenty of data to, to do this. Andre Drummond's own self-efficiency in rebounding rate, in block rate, in defensive efficiency, in scoring efficiency, all of it goes down when Andre Drummond typically plays over 22 minutes. Over, Really, it's over 21 minutes. But, like I said, that's not going to be every single game, but there is a reason why that does happen. There is a reason why he became a backup big man in the league rather than a starting big man when he still theoretically should have been in his prime. Come on, bro. What are we doing here, bro? I don't just say shit to aimlessly be saying it. I say shit because I literally go over numbers for fun. I read the CBA for fun. Like, come on, bro. You, you, you got to You're barking up the wrong tree there, bro. Go get you a Hoops OMG membership. Go look at the efficiency numbers. Come back and holler at me. Matthew says, do you see that DeMar and Kobe and Vooch are one, two, and three minutes played in the whole NBA? Doesn't surprise me. That's Billy Donovan, right? He very much rides his starters and is and. He he does that a lot, especially with Kobe White playing the way that he's been playing at point guard. Uh, Billy Donovan's going to ride that a lot. And so that may be also a reason why you're starting to see maybe Kobe start slowing down. Some is like his shots are falling, coming up a little bit short. That's a legs thing. That's a that's a energy thing. And Kobe White, I would be interested to see he's probably played more minutes. Uh, than he's played any at any point of his career up until this point of the season. So he put a, what 32 games, I think, we've played so far. Any other 32-game stretch in Kobe White's career, he's probably played the most minutes that he has and clutch minutes at that. So it's unfortunate, but, hey, you got to get it. I think Drummond's double-doubles are more impactful than Vuce's uh, quiet double-doubles. Plus, we all forget Drummond once ago was a starter in the league in detroit while the team that's losing crazy yeah and that team was also a losing team so i wouldn't say it's more impactful i would say that it's definitely more flashy and i'll say he definitely gets more putbacks he's definitely going to put more people on posters but that's not necessarily going to make it more impactful per se right uh Super chat, we won without Zach, Vooch, and Craig. Are we kidding? I would never dream we could have done that all last year or early this year. Go Bulls. That's from Vince. That's a very good point, Vince. Thank you for supporting the channel. But yeah, I think with the way that the team was playing over the first 20 games or so, it would have been hard to really look at this team and say, hey, the team can lose Zach. It can lose Vooch it could lose Tory Craig, and we could be talking about a team that's still winning basketball games. So, you know, it's a testament to how much differently this team is playing. It's a testament to all that stuff. So, yeah, let's see what else we got. Cornelius says, I had a great Christmas. My Bulls won and my Raiders beat the Chiefs. Uh, going to have a great new year. For First off, Cornelius, that's crazy that you're a Raiders fan. But, hey, listen, it's it's good times right now, man. Uh, Bears got to win as well. Like, replace that for the Raiders for me and I'm in there, man. I'm in there. Uh, cook that cash. That's funny, right? I'm not trying to cook anybody. Like I'm, I'm just I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. I'd offer Drummond a four-year, $30 million deal and hope he take it. Well, see, this is the thing, right? And we got to wait to see what the Zach Levine, because the Zach Levine deal could change a lot of this. So I just want to be clear here, because uh, anybody who snaps this later and be like, but hey, as I thought you said, the Zach Levine trade could change a lot of it if we get back a expiring contract that's pretty sizable in the deal back for Zach where we get a young piece or whatever else with that but the Bulls may be at a position where they just aren't going to be able to afford to keep Andre Drummond if they're still avoiding the luxury tax now if they don't sign tomorrow if they get an expiring contract back for Zach I'm not saying this full salary but I'm saying let's say they get an expiring contract worth let's just say 12 to 14 million as part of the other salary matching things but one of those contracts expire you still got to extend Pat right You're going to have your own draft pick that's going to come in here. I doubt they're going to trade that. You're going to have some of the pieces you get back for Zach Levine. It may get to a point to where the Bulls just cannot give Drummond a a contract that sizable. Now, it depends also. They could use the career-ending injury exception on Lonzo. That could clear his $20 million from the books, and then we're cooking, right? But it, it may come down to a point where... The Bulls look at it, and I think there's a reason we've seen them go big, man, right? You got Julian Phillips. You got Adama Sonogo down there. There may be a reason. The Bulls may be preparing for a world in which they just can't offer Andre Drummond a contract depending upon what he's getting from other teams. So, you know, we'll see with that. I'm not saying that that's going to be for sure, but you, prepare yourself for that a little while. So Alexander Smith in the building says, I wish I saw Sonogo get some type of tick tonight. Uh, I mean, like I always say this two-way contract players even when they do call them up because of injury they're there for depth they're there because you have to have a certain amount of people on your roster you typically aren't going to see a lot of two-way contract players check into a meaningful minutes game now garbage minutes if we have a big blowout lead or blowout loss yeah you may see that but typically you don't see a lot of two-way contract players check into games you just don't and so I get it. I understand why I would love to see snow go get a little bit of run in the game like this. But especially with the game being close, um, how it was down the stretch, it didn't surprise me. Had the Bulls like came out to a big lead and held on to that. Maybe something that would have been different there. But don't expect to see snow go a lot. man. Uh, Sam from Maryland uh, says, I like when we win in ugly fashion. I love it. Rough and dirty. OK, um, listen, I know I told you all not to be vanilla. But just because you love you love it rough and de- bro, like what 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 are we talking about here, bro? What are we talking about, man? It's nice to get a Bulls win and join the CBC fam. Shout out to Ali Fault in the building. Glad to have you in here, bro. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's wild, bro. Like, what are we doing here, man? Um in the shoot around for the Bulls before game, Zach Levine was nowhere to be found on the court or on the bench. Yeah, I believe he came out towards the fourth quarter. I believe maybe towards the end of the third quarter. Um, But, hey, it like, listen, at this point, the, the whole soap opera that is the Zach Levine scenario, uh, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. Let's see what we got here. Uh, Shy Bulls number seven says, I almost choked out laughing on a pineapple when you showed Trey's dad. I mean, listen, you can't tell me that don't look like Trey, like that would be Trey Young's dad. Like, like, come on, man. Like, just put that hair on him. Come on, bro. Like, what we doing here, man? What are we doing here, bro? That's that's oddly accurate. That's all I got to say. That is oddly accurate. And you, if you don't like it, I, I don't know what to tell you. Whoa, 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 whoa. Pat does look like Sam the Eagle. That's crazy. I didn't mean to even put that up, though. That's crazy. That's crazy. Unintentional roast. I didn't even mean that to happen. Uh, What equipment do you physical therapists use for Vooch's intensive groin therapy? Hayes? Oh, wow. Um, I don't know. I don't know, sis. I have no idea. I have no idea. That's crazy. That's wild. Um, well, okay. Um, Cannon uh, says a uh, percent chance that Big Cat is a bull next year. I'm gonna say 40-60. and the only reason I say this is because the reasons I laid out forty sixty. Red Man said he likes it rough and dirty. That's crazy to me, man. That's crazy. Um, Potty Max sixty three with the super chat. Thank you for supporting the channel, my brother. You know I appreciate it, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's wild, man. Um. Uh, Trey Young, Dad Hayes be going in. Hey, man, listen up, listen. You can't say they don't like that's Trey Young's daddy, man. I I don't care what nobody say. That's Trey Young's daddy. Like that's just that's very very accurate. Is all I can say with that one. Extremely accurate. I, I mean. You can take that for what you will, but that is extremely accurate. By the way, Mark K decided to come through. But well, shout out to Mark K for coming through the building, man, because Lord knows he's a terrible podcast, but he can come through in that Bulls uniform with that kangaroo. Uh, but outside of that, you know, shit just is what it is, man. I, I don't know what to say on that one. Um, but, yeah, but, yeah, you know, it is what it is there. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to keep it pushing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Do you see the meme of Kermit the Frog looking sad out the window and they saying, exact saying maybe I am the problem? I did see that. That was actually pretty funny. That was actually pretty funny. Speaking of, did you see when Trey Young was on Stacey King's podcast and they asked a question about his hair, he refuses to go back on that? <laughs> Trey Young is a sensitive dude, bro. Like, just shave it off, bro. Just shave it off, man. I don't know what, I don't know what to say. Just shave, shave it off, bro. Just shave it off. Like, damn, laughing my ass. What happened? What happened? What happened? That's crazy. I don't know what happened. Oh my god, look at the butt muscles on that kangaroo. The butt muscles? How you seeing the kangaroo's butt muscles? Archangel, like you got some weird fetishes, sis. I don't know what to say to that. Pretty sure I went through 5 uh different emojis during that game. Oh, facts. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. Like it just it is what it is, you know? It just it is what it is. Um, Yeah, uh, it just is. It is what it is. It is what it is. I don't know what to say. Why is that still up? That's crazy. That's wild. I didn't even mean to put that up. That's, that's crazy. Um, Hayes, what is a realistic uh, haul for Zach? At this point, bro, I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm not going to of you. I'm not going to try to sell you. So I have no idea, man. I used to think I knew what a, a haul would be for Zach Levine. I absolutely have no idea. No idea, bro. No idea. Uh, laugh my ass off mark k be tweeting and replying to himself thinking it's someone else the dude gets embarrassed and deletes it motherfucker writes books just to leave uh, listen mark K. Is, is one of the biggest cowards on all of twitter it just is what it is there bro like it is what it is he wants to be joe cowley so bad man but hey what are we talking about why why is the kangaroo's ass muscles becoming a story we listen let's let's trip let's let's move right along um y'all while in pdd will literally slay women where i'm from he's a dog for sure what? Whoa! Why? Why are you speaking on another man's dick, bro? Like that? that that's weird. That's that's a little bit of strange, bro. That's that's strange, man. That's this a little bit strange. Um, where did the comment go? I remember how many times Chicago needed to fill a center with Andre's profile, and he passed through issues in these seasons, i.e., depression. It would be tragic to lose a player that is fixing his career. I mean, listen, but that's the point of it, right? Like, make no mistake about it. Andre Drummond took that deal. in in hopes of rehabbing for his next contract, keep in mind he's 30 years old, just turned 30. So this is probably Andre Drummond's last time in his mind to sign a big contract, right? Whether that be for two years or three years. So at the end of the day, that's the business of it, man. And sometimes you just can't always hold on to people. This is why I'm interested. Listen, bro, Zach Eady is not Andre Drummond. He doesn't have the athletic profile of Andre Drummond at all, bro. Like, what are you – just because a big man can block shots – it's just like when, for me when people were like Draymond and Ben Sim, or like, oh, the conversation last year. Bowl, bowl is is Wimby. He does everything Wimby does. Skill set and caliber are very different things. Zach Edey is not the caliber of even remotely being able to do anything at an NBA level of Andre Drummond, bro. You got to chill on that one, man. You got to chill on that one, bro. Thumb with glasses is crazy. You don't know what a thumbie is, man. You got to listen. You didn't watch Spy Kids growing up, bro. That's wild, man. That's crazy. That's unfortunate, bro. You were really deprived as a child. I feel sorry for you, bro. That's crazy. That is crazy. I got so many pictures in here just meant to roast people. What is this? Oh, that's that's Pat the Designer's Pops. Look at that. Look, see, look, you can't tell me. That's that's strange. That's that's a little bit weird, man. I'm just saying, Pat the designer gotta get that uh gotta get that DNA test, bro. That's crazy. He could be a whole millionaire out here. Um, uh if the Bulls can't retain Drummond next offseason, the Bulls should extend an offer to Dwight Howard as a defensive option off the, no, no, Dwight Howard's time in the NBA is done. So, no, we don't want we don't want uh, Mr. Take-Your-Cookies and not on the basketball court. We don't want him on the team, bro. Like, what are we doing here? What are we doing here, man? I uh, can't believe Shaq was trying to say uh, that about Ball Ball. I know playing in the NBA doesn't equal knowing basketball, but I would expect at least a bit of reasonable claims. Well, it wasn't even just Shaq. Like, there were people also saying that, like, in the content creator space. And I was just like, what the fuck are you motherfuckers talking about, bro? I was tired of nursing the beer. I had to go ahead and knock it out. Before it got cold. Listen, beer, if it's not ice cold, I can't drink it. I can't drink it. So there you go. Would you re-sign Drummond next offseason? Absolutely. I would keep Andre Drummond. Now, I that's within the frame of a reasonable deal. Me personally, I'd I offer Andre Drummond a two-year deal worth $21 million. It's probably the highest I go on it. It's probably the highest I go. Dwight coming to the Bulls will have Mads. bro. That's that's. Well, let's just go ahead and move on from that one. Uh, thoughts thoughts on flag? Is he going to be legit? Here's the reason why I think Cooper Flag is going to be legit. It's the defense, regardless of whatever else he turns into offensively, which he still has a super high ceiling offensively. It's the brand of defense that Cooper Pla- Cooper Flag plays that I just look at it and say that's a guy who even if he doesn't, let's say he doesn't measure out to this generational talent, right? Cooper flag is still going to be a guy who probably is going to be one of the top 10 defenders in the league. And is probably going to get you 15 to 18 points per game at the minimum. I'm not saying that's a silly. I'm saying at the minimum, at the very minimum, he's going to be top 10 player defensively and get you 15 to 18 points per game. That is a great floor to have. I'm saying that's his floor. ceiling. ceiling. We're talking about a guy who can defend at a high level and maybe score 25, 26, 27 points per game. That is, cra- that is a piece that you can build your team around. And the thing I love about Cooper Flag's game, on top of all of that, is that he's a player that it adds so much flexibility on how you build out the rest of your team. Cooper Flag can theoretically fit on just about any type of roster in the NBA. And so... I, I believe he's gonna li- he's gonna be a great player regardless. Um, it just depends on if he's gonna live up to that hype. We'll end up seeing, but I, I definitely think Cooper Flag just he he has the it factor, and so a lot of people you can't say that about. So let's see what else we got in here, man. Potty Mac in the building. He says I think Drummond is the best with the traditional point guard. He did well with the vet dude last year. Forgot his name. You're talking about Dragic. Uh, who is is he a traditional? I wouldn't call Drogic a. I guess he is a good vet PG P G on the bench with Kobe starting is great. I mean, I think, listen, anybody who can run a pick and roll, I don't even think this traditional point guard thing is necessarily a true point guard is the, is the type of thing that Drummond needs. I just think if you have a point guard that can effectively run the, the, uh, a pick and roll offense, a simplistic pick and roll, and then knows how to create that space, throw solid lobs and entry passes. Drummond's always going to, always going to thrive in that. He's always going to thrive on that. Uh, Kenneth in the building uh, says, great game from Dre, but uh, he gets Miles Turner and Embiid the next three games, so we should temper our expectations. Well, I don't think anybody's expecting him to shut those guys down at all, right? I don't think anybody's doing that. But, uh, you know, just play well. Play well. Archangel says, how did you survive in Germany? Tepid beer uh, in a beer garden is what's up. I mean, I was young. So, like, I mean, I used to sneak and drink, but I wasn't out here just – like, I wasn't out here just drinking like that. Yo, hey, he's glad to see the Bulls finally being fun to watch again. Can't wait till Zach is gone and we can stop talking about him. Javi, what's going on, Javi? I got to have you guys on again soon. But, um, yeah, I mean, the Bulls are playing a very fun brand of basketball right now. And I think it's exciting to see, It's exciting for the fans. And the players look like they're having fun out there. Now, they've looked tired. We got, and this is why we got to go deeper on the bench. I know Billy Donovan doesn't like to play the young, unproven players, but you you want to start getting Kobe some rest. You want to start getting Caruso some rest. You want to start doing things like that. Like I wouldn't mind seeing a game where maybe maybe Kobe plays. 23 24 minutes but io plays 32 minutes off the bench like just every once in a while now you got to have a lead to do it right and you're going to put your best players out there if it's a close tight game because we're trying to win these games but i would love to see us play in a way that we can afford and trying to get people a little bit of rest from time to time so you got to know every team including san antonio looking at drummond salivating and detroit need help uh would we should send them zach that's funny send them zach that's funny L sampler pod says yes, sir. Just let us know. I was talking to JJ about that this week. Yeah, I yeah, definitely got especially since I've been doing like the the once a week members only episodes too. it would be great to have you guys in there so we can get a little bit more off the cuff. So What's your thoughts on Vooch this year? Should Drummond start? Vooch has been too inefficient. No, uh, Vooch is still the better center overall. Now, the better traditional center and just doing simple things, yes. But for the offense to flow at the best that it needs, it can't, it can't be. While uh, while DeMar DeRozan's is on the team. Like, let's say we trade DeMar, you get a true 3 and D wing out there to replace him, then that changes some things. That changes some things drastically. But as long as we have that same starting lineup, no, no, nah, nah, I, I, I don't think the Drummond should start over Vooch. Uh, Hayes, Billy needs to use Julian Moore to give Kobe, DeMar, and Caruso some rest. Agreed. Agreed. Definitely agree with you on that one. Definitely agree with you. GFP says, I want to think Io can be a legit player, but then I see him doing this 24-7. There's something wrong with him. I, I mean, no, it's just, that's just his makeup, man. It is what it is. But, uh, yeah, at the end of the day, I, I, Io is going to be a really good player off the bench at the bare minimum, right? He's going to be a 10-, 12-year pro that's going to play off the bench and going to have some really good games at times. So why is Billy acting like Tibbs, bro? bro, Play the rookie. Not everybody, like, I don't even think it's a Tibbs thing. Rookies, and if you're not a high draft selection, you usually don't play a lot. Now, it is extremely low right now with Billy, and I think that's part of, like, us trying to win games at the rate that we were trying to, but You know, it is what it is. Uh, Would love to see some consistency with Javon Carter. He could help with the minutes load if he brought some consistent play. Agree. Like, it's so so all over the place. It's so all over the place when it comes down to to Javon Carter. He has not been what I thought he was going to be at all. Not even defensively. Like, the shots, okay, every shooter has cold streaks, whatever it is. Cold seasons sometimes players have. But when it comes down to Javon Carter, the biggest concern is, like, that defense, that's really how he's made his name, and it just hasn't been that at all. Hasn't been that at all. Phil says, I did not watch the game. Just a stats boy today. I'm out wine tasting. Well, keep sipping your wine. Don't talk about basketball, my guy. Uh, But, yeah, Uh, people want Vooch to start every game until he actually does. That's – want Vooch to start every game until he actually does? No, I mean, uh, Vooch is what he is, man. Vooch is the better center right now. Asking as a casual, 10 days pass and none team made a significant trade so far. Is that normal or is this trade window a – atypical uh mindful well so keep in mind the trade thing that opened up uh, december 15th is just when some players can be traded you usually don't see a lot of december trades right i think what the like the last time james harden was traded but not this season before was the last time that you saw something like that so it's not it's not really uh the out out of the norm that you don't see a lot of trades happen now january 15th that's when 95 percent of the league can be traded That's when you're going to start seeing a little bit more trades around. So I figured you meant drum. I figured you meant drum JDH. Hayes, do you think the Bulls should bring Derek Favors from the G League until Vooch is okay? No, no, no. Uh, Derek Favors has problems struggling sometimes in the G League. No, I'm good on that. I'm good on that. No, thank you on that one, my friends. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you on Derek Favors. I'd rather Adama Sinogo play than Derek Favors. Derek Favors in the year of our Lord 2023, about to be 2024. Derek Favors, I, like I'd rather Charleston White uh, play at the center position than Derek Favors. Like, what, what are we talking about, bro? What are we talking about, man? Not saying Drummond is better than Voots, but he's a better fit for this team starting lineup. They are horrible at hustle plays. No, they're not. Again, you're thinking about just what what Drum does good. He's not a better. It, it, there's a whole other side of the ball. It's called offense. You know what this team needs is spacing. You know what you don't have when Andre Drummond's out there is spacing. You know what that means? The, the, the defense. So let me look, We're going to do basketball one on one real quick. So when you have no spacing, right, none, because when you look at it, DeMar, mid range player, Andre Drummond, not even a mid range low, low low post player and he he can do some things on pick and rolls and then if 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 Alex Caruso, Kobe White, Patrick Williams they're not all three shooting the ball three ball at a high effective level that allows the defenders Two defenders can guard, or one defender can guard two players in many situations like that. You know, that when, we, when we've when we seen the Bulls' offense stagnate completely, where we've seen them go in the scoring droughts where they can't score for six to eight minutes, that's because their shots aren't falling. And that's with better spacing. So when you limit that spacing, you are allowing then defenders, especially with long wingspans in the, for example, if we started Andre Drummond against a team like the Toronto Raptors, OG Ananobi can guard Demar and Drum at the same time, period. Off ball. Then when one of them gets the ball, you can rotate back. And then at that point, you're forcing your your shooters who haven't shot the ball, the three ball all that effectively. They would have to shoot it amazingly. So, no, it Drummond does not fit better with the starting lineup of this team offensively. Yeah, you can say, hey, he gets hustle plays. That's not really a quantifiable thing, right? Because you need ex- – you know what beats hustle sometimes? It's good execution. And so, yeah, I, I, no, no, no. It's just he doesn't fit better than that. He's going to have times where he looks amazing, but he doesn't fit better in the starting lineup, brother. Not for basketball reasons. Malik says, Drummond is what I hoped Thompson would be two years ago. I completely agree with you there. Completely agree with you. Reginald Short in the building says, I missed uh, DJ Jay and Javante off this bench. They gave us next to nothing in facilitating and making threes, but they gave us energy and consistently looking to attack the rim. Yeah, yeah, but Patrick Williams has been doing that more often. Um, but I, I agree with you and with uh, Javante, who still hasn't played an actual NBA game, that injury is major. DJJ is having a solid season with the, with the, um, the Dallas Mavericks. I don't know what his averages are off the top of my head. I can look those up real quick. Now, I know he has some big games, but then he has some quieter games. And that's just the nature of being a role player, right? DJJ did that here. He's a player that's always ready. And that's what makes Derrick Jones Jr. such a really good player in the NBA to have, especially as a role player. He's averaging 10 points per game, 3.6 rebounds, one point assist on 48% shooting from the shout out to DJJ. And he's 36% from three-point range. I don't know what the fuck that just was. And he's shooting the ball. Uh, he's taking four, and, four and a half three pointers per game, and hitting that at a thirty-six percent clip. D.J.J. is balling right now. Twenty-five minutes per game. Shout out to D.J.J. Man. Shout out to Derek Jones. Craig is better than D.J.J. and Javante Green. Yes, he is. he is. He is. He absolutely is. He absolutely is. Embiid did not want to leave the paint the last time we played, and Vooch, uh made him play with the with those late threes without Vooch in the lineup. Embiid won't ever leave the paint. That's a great point as well. Great point. Uh, Javi here says, uh, "Watching Hardenstein play so well as of late reminds me when you wanted the Bulls to sign him. He's about to keep the starting job at NY. Listen, I want I wanted the Bulls to sign him so bad, man. Um, because I just I just looked at him as what he could be, man. He's playing really good right now. Definitely playing real good." Did DJJ ever get marry the woman he proposed to in Paris? I actually forgot he even proposed in Paris. Who knows? I mean, hey, what happens in Paris stays in Paris. I've been to Paris a few times. Hopefully I didn't leave no kids there, but hey. Uh, Melvin says, people are reacting off emotions instead of off realism. This game saying drummers should start over Vooch was what I saw coming. I say reduce, reduce a bit of Vooch minutes to give him more drum, but not start. I can completely understand that. Completely understand that. Lonzo was going to unlock DJ Jades, unfortunately, what could have been. Hey, that pick and roll between Lonzo Ball and Derrick Jones Jr. was wild, man, because it was so effective, so effective. But all right, guys, going to go get ready wrap it up. We got to go do Locked on Bulls here in a second, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. If you're not subscribed, double-check that you're subscribed. A lot of people think they're subscribed because I post so goddamn much. I'm always in their algorithm, but we're trying to get to 20,000 subscribers by the end of the season. Lofty goal. Uh, we got about 3,500 left to get there, but uh, we can do it. And so uh, hopefully you guys keep hitting that subscribe button, man. Uh, make sure you guys are following the show at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpot at gmail.com lastly if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for the mailbag number to do so 773-270-2799 we are the number one spot for everything chicago bulls related thanks to you guys and like i liked in every episode on uh go bulls love you guys See red if you can, y'all. Peace. Wait, wait, wait! Hold on. I can't end the stream. We gotta play the winning outro. We won a goddamn game. Winning an outro. Here it comes. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Radio.